0: Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about the Mi'kmaq people and the Halibut First Nation. I'm Glenn Wheeler. As much as the British or the French, the Mi'kmaq were a maritime people. Over the course of centuries, they have perfected canoe-making and water travel, allowing them to include in their seasonal migrations highlands that were hundreds of kilometers offshore. The Mi'kmaq designed several types of canoes and used each for a distinct purpose, longer voyages, faster speeds, and better handling. In the early 1720s, Sebastian Reel, a Jesuit missionary, wrote this of the indigenous people's proficiency on water. It is in these canoes made of bark that they cross the arms of the sea and sail on the most dangerous rivers and on lakes from four to five hundred leagues in circumference. In this manner, I've made many voyages without having run any risk. From Homelands and Empires by Jeffers Lennox, just published by University of Toronto Press. This week on Mi'kmaq Matters, an interview with Jason Benoit, Port-to-Port Ward Councillor for the Halibut First Nation. Jason Benoit has serving as his first term on Halibut Council, and it's been a very difficult term. Halibut Council members have had to bear the backlash from the enrollment process and intense criticism that they're out of tune with active grassroots Mi'kmaq people. I talked to Jason Benoit about the pressures of serving on Council, about morale among councillors, and about how many of them will run again in band elections a little over a year from now.
1: Uh, it's your first term on council. Uh, is the
2: uh, is the job uh, what you thought it would be? Well, you know, when I approached it, I was approaching it as a new person, outsider coming in, and I was hoping that it would be a good term to get to know the band and and the processes and. As opposed to, as opposed to my previous understanding and perception of the band. Mm-hmm. What was and your perception? So that, that,
1: what was what was your perception before uh, you came on council?
2: Honestly, I was not a big fan of the Halibut. Why was the, that? operating uh, Just just the the style, you know, like the Indian Union Act band with the big big head of corporate office in in and, and um I guess it was the whole transition from the FNI bands to this one band, and not. I didn't really expect it to be doing much with the communities,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know where the grassroots people are.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, getting into the band was there a, a chance for me to to uh, try to understand it better, mm-hmm. understand its worth, and and how it can benefit the Port of Portmore uh, more. Mm-hmm.
1: So you came on you came onto the band as being a skeptic, a skeptic of uh of this whole notion of uh, one big Halapu band uh, swallowing up uh, your your band in Port-a-Port and all the other bands that were existing at that time
2: That's fairly accurate description that's for sure <clears throat> of course we also we also was coming in at, at a very turbulent time. And we knew that up front as well, because you had uh, you had uh, you had you know right in the middle of this of this whole process um, with a brand new council. uh, But we were optimistic, you know, with a a brand new federal government, a new council, that we could get some clarity in the process and some improvements. Uh,
1: So you um, so you came on council and and uh being being somewhat of a skeptic but also optimistic that uh with uh with new people and um you could do you could do uh some good so um looking back on um on the time on uh on uh your time on council so how are you how are you feeling right now
2: i'm feeling I'm feeling that we have a lot yet to do. There's a lot yet to do. And there's a lot that, uh, that we were unable to do, but I, I think there's still a lot to do.
1: How? what, what is your feeling about the relationship of the band to, um, to the members uh, right now? Um, obviously, um, we have some um, some people who who voice criticism on on Facebook and, and other places, um, very critical of the uh, of the band. Is that um, how do you how do you ev- how do you
2: evaluate that criticism? Well, I, I think it's um, it's a reflection. It's probably a reflection of, of the overall membership because if you look at what the registration process did to people. And families you get a lot of bad feelings right across you know with some family members getting getting status and some family members probably not getting status and and that sort of I set the mood Mm -hmm. so and and you know it's not a really a pleasant mood it's it's a sad mad mood and so a lot of those and I've been reading those those uh, criticisms you know of interest with very strong interest and I can't say or I can argue with most of it because I really couldn't. Uh, but it is a reflection of, of of the whole process and the feelings that have come out because of this process. You know.
1: So are I'm, you saying not, that it it wouldn't matter who was on who was on council that because of uh, of the di- of the difficulties of the enrollment process, uh, people would be uh, would be uh, alienated from the band regardless
2: well you know based on the on the way it was all laid up for us before we even got on, I would say that's probably true now unless something somebody, something was done very radically which would uh which may or may not be in you know in the best interest of the membership i I would believe that would be the case yeah
1: so when you when you see those comments on Facebook, uh, I mean, the comments are in various forms, but some of the comments are question the integrity of uh, of of people on council. Um, you know, there are various um suggestions about you know, the financial whether the the financial house is in order and what's happening to the money. So there's there's that kind of criticism also. So um, what do you think of those, uh, of those comments?
2: Those sort of comments, a lot of it is unwarranted, unwarranted, because if these same people that were making those comments were on council or, or an employee of council, they would, they would see that, you know, everything is accounted for. I mean, uh, there's a huge financial department and there's auditing and there's accountability. Uh, you might not like where the money's being spent, you might like, not like where the money's coming from, but those things are out of it, and uh, I will not really see too much of a problem in that regard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's mainly like a band, you know, it's not a cultural ban with any funds to spend on culture, unfortunately, um, that's pretty much uh, the way the ban has been operating. Would I like to see it be doing something different? Absolutely, I would. But that would mean a lot of change
1: so of course what, i don't speak what, on
2: I, but i don't but i don't speak on behalf of the council of course but in my own view as a council you know, we would have to would have to be some major change to change that
1: so if you if the choice was yours then you would have different financial priorities
2: where 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 possible yes because i mean the ban has the ban has is runs it is operated under strict guidelines there are strict strict Indian-like guidelines with the ban has to whole you know, economic development is a big part of the band because it wants to create jobs for members. Um, you know, you, a lot of people like would prefer to see the band promote culture, and I would as well, culture and 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 language. But there's not a lot of money for that. At this point, right, so, so
1: you're you're saying that you have to spend the federal money uh, for the items that. Um, that the feds give you the money for. So if it's for if you get a free economic development, you can't use the money to uh, organize uh, powwows and, uh in all across the uh, uh, the province.
2: For well, that, and that's, and that's true because there's, there's not a lot of money. Uh, there's no extra money in their budgeting for you know to hand out here and there and all that regarding those things. It would be great if it was um it's not to say no that you can't generate income and use agriculture program i think that would be the the way to go for sure i think that would be the direction the band would eventually be taking
1: do you think there's anything the the chief and council could have done to uh to have the band in a better place than it is right now looking back are there things that could have been done better and differently
2: do you think but there were a lot of people knocking their heads together on that and there really wasn't a whole lot of opportunities to do that I mean there were attempts made but but of course again I don't speak for I don't I'm not a spokesman for the housing I'm only a spokesman for my ward but I, I, I know many attempts were made to, to do that to to bring some change and and rate resistance from the federal government same government that says that we're in control of it
1: uh, and what what when you say there were attempts, what what are you referring to there exactly?
2: Well, you know the meetings, you know, the meetings between uh, Taliban and the and the Inact.
1: Right to change the uh, uh, the the enrollment process and the supplemental agreement all, and all those sorts of things. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah I mean those attempts were all made, but uh, shut down by the federal government, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Again, I, I'm not a spokesman, but I mean those, those things are not secret. I mean those things happened and. And uh, is there more that could be done? I I truly believe that uh, right now, uh, and of course you know I have to support I have to support the agreement, and you know, you know the 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 liability uh, part of it means I have to support the agreement. But I, I I really think there's only court action right now that's that's gonna affect any change. Mm
1: so and and um obviously that's been one of the um the points of contention whether the uh the uh, the supplemental agreement could have been uh, torn up and uh go back to the original agreement in principle and and you um you agree with the chief on that that um that was not possible that that legal option was not uh, was not there
2: it wasn't there at the time I don't think it's still there. It's still not there. But, you know, from what I understand of it and, and from what I understand and from what I've read and being part of it is that if... And I didn't I didn't sign off enough on the, that agreement and, you know, I wasn't there. But uh, apparently, I, you know, like everybody else, I, I was told if, if the agreement, the not agreement wasn't made, all those extra members would not have been looked at at all. So... It was... The lesser of two evils, I guess, and and not really the not really the best resolution for everybody involved as an applicant.
1: Now, um, going back to the to the Facebook uh, commentary, the thing that uh, I notice is that many people around there are saying uh, different things about the about the band, um, chief counsel and uh, staff, for that matter, and. Um, and neither the uh, the chief or councillor anyone from the band engages with that commentary on Facebook. And I know there's a lot of it, and um, I guess, uh, you know, you could spend a lot of time on Facebook uh, responding. But are you concerned that when there's, no, when there's no engagement, when there's no uh, interaction with the, the people on Facebook, that it, it would seem that, uh all that said there is true that there's no response and you know if there's no contradiction then people might think well i guess the band has no answer it must be uh the people on facebook must be must be right
2: that is that is that is the uh the danger and no doubt and and i've seen that uh, the, there's people saying a lot of things and uh but i've even tried myself to engage with people on facebook and I found the discussions gets too disrespectful, too fast. And uh, I've had to pull myself away from it. And of course, again, you know, I'm not going to be speaking on on Facebook on behalf of the band because we have our spokesman, which is Chief Mitchell. But even to have a a conversation is very difficult because there's so much aggression and so much negativity and a lot of anger, you know. Uh, There's a lot of... Not all of it, but there's just, there's just too much of it and you really want to be involved in a, in, a, in a nasty conversation with somebody when you could just not do well i would I had to choose not to
1: uh we're just a little just about um a year and a little bit from the uh, from the next uh, band elections are you planning to run again for uh, counsellor for uh, board councillor for port port
2: you know i I think many of the well I can't speak for any of the other counselors, but I'm sure if you ask more than one counselor, including myself, they'd probably hesitate and think about it before I give you an answer. I mean, I would love to be part of the group that, that's going to bring all this change for the, for the pauses, but I may not be. Um, as long as somebody is there doing that, I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, as for me running, I I'm not sure. I, I, my answer right now might be yes. I could be different in a couple of months.
1: Mm-hmm. And and what's the uh, what's the morale uh, among the uh, among the other counselors?
2: I'm, I'm, I think it's pretty mixed. I, and I can't speak for them, but uh, it's pretty mixed.
1: And so you think uh, a number of councillors might be going through the same uh, hesitation as you about uh, deciding
2: whether or not to run again next time? It would be my guess, but uh, that would be just a guess.
1: And I think we would take take from that. Then there is uh, perhaps a, a sort of um, uh, a lack of uh, confidence or a concern about the future of the of the Haliburton band that it's. Um, with the uh the problem is that uh, the band has uh might be uh uh so uh, so overwhelming that uh they're almost too difficult to to contemplate
2: yeah, yeah kind of a period of turbulent times that puts a lot of uh a lot of pressure on on people sometimes and, you know, and truthfully, you know, truthfully, the council, as councils, you know, there may be a remuneration, but, but we're still basically volunteers. I mean, how much volunteer work can you do, And but at the same time get toward a part of it? You know, at what point do you say, well, I've had enough? Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to be tearing you down every move you make, but you're still a volunteer. So mm-hmm. uh, there's it's, it's huge forces, you know, working Positively and negatively, I think, towards you. So you have to balance it and you have to decide where you want to be and what can you do, and do you want to be part of the solution.
0: Jason Benoit, Port-to-Port War Counselor for the Halibut Mi'kmaq First Nation. And that's it for the show. Thanks to Allison Baker for assistance here in the studio. Thanks to Mi'kmaq artist Marcus Goss for the use of celebration time. Check us out online, mi'kmaq-matters.blogspot.ca. Follow us on Twitter at Mi'kmaq Matters. Listen on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes. And coming soon to Bay of Islands Radio. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.